Hello everybody and welcome back to a new episode. Um, it's been a while. A lot of things have happened and a lot of things have changed. Um, but today I felt the need to talk a bit again. I'm currently sitting in the backyard of my childhood home. Um, taking a bit of a break of studying and absorbing the sun. Very sorry for all the birds cheeping in the background. I find it really nice, but I don't know about the audio. <laughs> so um, what led me to this episode was actually me making lunch just right now. Um, and I was thinking about like what I would eat. And usually, if I don't know, I'll eat a bowl of pasta, or, like bread or cereal. Today I was like, no, let me make a salad actually. And that decision kind of spiraled me back into a version of my younger self or memories of my younger self and this is when it gets a bit personal and this is when i also want to speak out a trigger warning for anyone currently dealing with um, eating disorders or unhealthy eating behavior maybe this isn't a good um a good episode to listen to if you know that certain things can trigger you end of trigger warning so a younger version of myself who was heavily heavily dealing with an eating disorder um i was diagnosed with anorexia around oh lord three years ago two years ago mm, right kind of when COVID hit at its hardest to 2020 yeah and um have been dealing with it ever since um right now i would say i'm as close as fully recovered as possible but it's obviously still a topic because i would say personally that mental struggles they stick with you much longer if not always but you just find ways to work around them and work with them instead of working against them. And that's where I am right now. And today, um, I just wanted to kind of reflect on that story and think about today for the reason of it maybe being a bit motivating um, for others and also to destigmatize mental illnesses a bit more because i think our society right now is truly on a path where like therapy and speaking up about mental struggles is getting a bigger thing but still not there where we should be so the relationship i had with food growing up was pretty good i would say um it got complicated um when one, I started to compare myself with close friends. And two, when I just got more invested into social media, I have to honestly say. Because the combination of both kind of portrayed a beauty standard upon myself that was very, very unrealistic and not suitable for the goals I've set in my life. I would look at professional athletes at nutritionists at people whose lives revolve around 
food in a way that it makes the bodies function to an extent that they're able to do extreme things. And that's great. I admire all those people. But I am not a professional athlete. And I don't aspire to be one, honestly. My life goals are more surrounded about an academic career, about getting my studies together, about doing other things that bring me joy. Um, and not necessarily around working out and food. I do enjoy food, but what the eating disorder took away from me for a long time was enjoying food just for the purpose of taste and experience. When I was heavily in my disordered phase, I would not go out to dinner with friends. I would not let my mom cook for me. I would not eat certain groups of food even because I consider them as bad, too high in calorie, useless, like empty calories. That was a term I read so much on the internet and I think is a very toxic and to be cancelled term because I think there's no such thing as empty calories. Sure, maybe you're eating a very high dense caloric um, food item that has not so much nutritionist value like typical trip to McDonald's but honestly that's not an empty calorie because maybe you've been eager to eat that meal for weeks or you're going out to somewhere with your friends and you're stopping at McDonald's and you're just chatting about life you get a lot of value from that and that to me makes it a not so empty meal um second up categorizing food into good and bad is another thing because i would say the way i ate back then was the worst i've ever eaten i con concentrated on like evening out at the end of the day i did ha heavy like calorie tracking and i would try to compensate my food intake with exercise so that at the end of the day i essentially didn't consume any calories which if you think about it should consume between like a thousand five hundred to two thousand something calories per day as a woman so getting that down to zero is not healthy at all um and what i'm kind of trying to say with all of this is you know i could get into the itty-gritty of how i specifically ate but that can have various like outlets not everybody who struggles with eating disorders is the same and it also doesn't really matter because having an eating disorder is not a physical problem it leads to physical problems but it's a mental problem and the reasons for for kind of spiraling down into um those kind of mental states can be very various honestly i probably don't 100% understand either why this happened to me you don't have to feel guilty about it it just happens but what is important is that you treat it as a mental problem that is very valid and very severe and for me i think that was the hardest part is understanding that you're not fine and you can't really show it to people 
because it's not physical, it's mental. Like, if I were to break my bones, I would have a cast, and everyone would be like, oh, she broke a bone. We can see her recovery process, or we can see it's a bumpy recovery, or we can see she's really struggling right now. But if there's something going on mentally, you yourself have to get to the back end of it. You yourself have to understand, oh, I think I'm struggling here and there. Um, and that was a major step for me. I've been in and out of therapy ever since. And I have to say, honestly, therapy has saved my life not only once, but multiple times now. And I would highly encourage anyone struggling with anything, even if it's, if you consider the minor things like can't really express emotions very well or cope with them or you're handling stress or anxiety or just expectations of family, society, friends, your partner. Therapy can be there and can be suitable for every life situation. Um... So yeah, back to the thing. That was me back then. And now, when I was preparing my salad, I realized, holy crap, I think I finally gained food freedom. Because I'm preparing a salad right now. Because I'm craving a salad. You know what I had this morning? Nutella on a toast. Not so nutritious. And it doesn't really bother me. Because I shifted away from seeing food as an enemy towards seeing food as a friend and companion that literally brings me through life you've heard it probably 1000 times but few food truly is fuel it doesn't only apply to the gym world we're like oh i gotta get that protein in and make those muscles big sure thing but also food is fuel for studying food is fuel for your job Food is also fuel to your social battery. Food fuels everything. And another realization I've came to was life is so much more. So much more intense, so much harder, but also so much prettier and offers so much more variety than thinking about calories or thinking about what I can and cannot eat. Um... Or thinking about what clothing size I am. Oh, I used to fit into a size blah blah blah. And now, now you're a size up or you're a size down. So what? Are you happy? Are you enjoying your life? Are you on your way to meeting your goals? Are you functioning to your best capabilities? And not overly exhausting yourself with putting too many labels on too many things. Restricting too much and pushing too much then that's fine. And I'm still on that journey. But things that have helped me was looking at people from my surrounding where I knew they didn't struggle with eating and just watching them go through the day intuitively. Like my parents will eat and then when they're not hungry, they'll stop. Um, close friends of mine will do the same thing and sometimes they'll eat very healthy quotation marks sometimes they'll eat a bit of trash here and there and they just 
go and forget about it right after they've done it. And I still very much think about what I've eaten for a long time. Like, I'll be like, okay, it's fine that you ate this and that, but you did, so maybe go get a workout in. And when you do realize you have those um, counteractive, counterproductive thoughts, this is where now I just stop myself and I'm like, okay, it was just the thought. You don't have to act upon it. We think a lot of things and we don't act upon it. I've thought about becoming a millionaire a million times. I'm not one yet. So if I think about like working off the food I've just consumed, I can also just not do it because that thought just crossed my mind. I don't have to act on it. I don't have to only eat healthy if I think that's a need to achieve a certain physique. And I think what also helps with that is putting off pressure off certain body types. Like the beginning of this year, I read a news article where it was like, oh, Kim Kardashian is now removing plastic surgery and um, like a skinny body type is in again, like is in trend. So now I'm like, okay, so for the past couple of years, we've been trying to get curvy as you name it. And now, that's not a trend anymore. A body is not a trend, and a healthy body should be the norm. And what your healthy body looks like comes in various different shapes and forms. And kilos, and muscle mass, and fat. That's just what it is. For me, a healthy body is one that can carry me throughout the day, that gives me enough energy to do the things I like, that protects me, that keeps me warm, that keeps my organs functioning, that keeps me being able to be a mom one day, that keeps my hormones in balance, that doesn't make me feel achy or sore or weak. That's a healthy body. Whatever that looks like physically, that's just what it is. And I think you can see it if someone has a healthy body you know that you radiate with confidence and self-awareness and self-acceptance and self-love and eventually that's the goal isn't it so yeah that were my thoughts from our backyard and i think final conclusion is don't let food be your enemy let food be your friend and let it be a source of power and not a source of power over you because life's too short honestly and if you are struggling with with anything food related because uh, it comes in various various shapes it's never too early to seek help there's professional forums online you can go to pretty much any therapist for a test session which will be at no cost um you can talk to nutritionists about your eating behavior at no cost for a session um or you find fellow people who have recovered and who work as a source of inspiration for you but be very mindful with 
anything social media related or sketchy groups that promote a healthy lifestyle because those things can be very unserious or not suitable suitable for you specifically um so yeah those are kind of my final words let me know what you think about this episode and if you do want to hear more about those kind of topics and i hope you have a great day